the popularity of employer branding is growing by the minute. We've been extremely busy this spring at my agency, working and meeting many new clients and discussing employer branding challenges. And there's one topic that keeps popping up over and over again, and this is how to become more strategic with employer branding. Now, this topic doesn't necessarily come up with people who were only just starting with employer branding. It keeps coming up with those practitioners who have been working with employer branding for quite a while. They've studied, they've tried, they've tested, they've done. But in their own words, we need something that is going to be more systematic and more for the long term. Hi, my name is Susanna Rantanen and I teach modern employer branding for talent marketers who want to become professionals in talent marketing. Now, people like you who have been working with recruitment marketing and employer branding, but maybe more ad hoc and campaign based. People like you who have identified this could be a really wonderful job if only I had more resources and if only I were able to concentrate and if only it wasn't always so random and so ad hoc. Welcome to my weekly podcast to learn what all goes into building a modern employer brand. I teach modern employer branding based on uh, the magnetic employer branding method that I developed in 2017. And in this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand, I'm going to share a really important tip to people like you who want to level up with employer branding. And we're going to talk about why becoming strategic is the answer. long-time listener to my podcasts, you've heard probably a million times how I've said that random acts of marketing, which what employer branding is as well, employer branding is marketing, uh, are not only a huge waste of time and money, but also a threat to your career development. And let's face it, to the harmony inside your head and your mind. Learning to work strategically is paramount to your professional and career development. Now, people who want to develop their careers further and eventually take on more and more responsibilities will be promoted into management and leadership roles. When you manage something, when you lead people, those are roles in which you must be able to have clarity over the best courses of action, how to drive success efficiently and effectively, how to turn costs into investments, how to add value for the business, and you need to be able to plan these in advance, because when you're managing something and when you're leading people, you need to be able to communicate to your people what you expect from them. This is called working strategically. However, working strategically means also, you know, even, even when you're not managing anybody or, you know, leading people, it also means simply to just think ahead and plan ahead. You know, the board game of chess, you know, you know that, of course. This is a classic example of what working strategically looks like. The act of thinking ahead and planning ahead consumes far more time than the act of moving the pieces on the chess game on the board. You know how, you know, if you've seen movies or you've seen people playing chess, you know, they spend, you know, a fair amount of time just, you know, consumed in their own thoughts and just staring at the board game and just trying to figure out what is the best plan to go forward. They're not thinking just how to move the, the, the piece 
forward just one time. They're thinking about if I choose this move, what is that going to lead me into? Is my is my road going to be blocked immediately after that? They're always thinking and planning ahead. That's what working strategically looks like. Take that image and think about your work today. And think about it, especially when it comes to your talent marketing tasks. Is your board of talent marketing tasks, that's recruitment marketing, recruitment communication, recruitment campaigns, employer branding, internal communication related tasks. Is your board of talent marketing tasks, is that in order? Or do you have a board to begin with? Or are all of your tasks equivalent to those chess pieces? Are they just scattered around your desk like in piles of post-it notes? The challenge is not that that obvious or the challenge doesn't even exist really if you have only one talent marketing task a year. Let's say you hired once a year and your talent marketing activities included just writing that one job post, advertising it on a relevant job board and then proceeding with the actual recruitment process towards signing a contract. You definitely do not need a strategy for that. The chance becomes imminent when you work when you work with multiple talent marketing tasks consistently or cons- constantly, regularly, and all at the same time. You may have um, multiple recruitment campaigns going on or m- multiple recruitment processes going on at the same time. You need to write job posts. You need uh, to write and uh, you know deliver various candidate communication messages for cam- candidates that are all in different stages in your process. You may have several internal needs that need communicating, planning and executing and messages distributed also in timely manner. You may have uh, multiple content ideas that are scribbled on post-it notes waiting for you to do something about them or get someone else to do something about them. You may have a bunch of ideas coming from your colleagues waiting for you to respond something and take action on them. Now, this latter example tends to be what many of you work with on a daily basis or try to work with until you feel like you can't handle it anymore. Simply because it's just too much for our brain. That's why we stop working ad hoc and we start becoming strategic. Planning ahead, thinking ahead. To become strategic means that uh, you change the way you have worked until today to a clearly planned and clearly premeditated and clearly selective mode. Now, this kind of change, like any kind of change, when we when we make any sort of you know permanent or when we intend to make permanent changes to our lives. Those required permanent changes in our own behavior, the way we are used to doing things. And the way we are used to doing things is called a routine or a habit. And we all know the reason why we, you know, prefer our own habits and our own routines. It's because um, 
we know what happens. Those are planned. We, those are premeditated. We know that if we do this routine that we do every day, that we've done every day for, you know, for, for all our lives, we know exactly what, you know, what comes out of it. We know exactly how we feel after it or, you know, and we want to have those routines and those habits in our life because, you know, actioning based on a familiar routine consumes less of our energy. Now, when you need to change your routines, change your uh, habits, you need to invest more energy into making that change and you need to repeat that new way of working multiple times, many times, so that you kind of break your old code, you break your old habits, your own routines, and you, uh, you, you put a new habit, new, you replace them with a new way of work. And that's not easy. You need a plan how to do that. And it doesn't take place over a night. Like, no change does. And uh, we often also kind of fall back on our old habits and our own routines when we are busy and stressed and, you know, anxious and worried because uh, those times we prefer to have something that is comfortable and something that is familiar to us. So. I want you to know that, you know, becoming strategic means that you have to change some of the ways that you work and you have to make those changes permanent. And uh, that's always one of the reasons why, you know, people don't become strategic, even though they wanted to, because they were not ready or willing to invest the time into changing your current ways of work. Now, becoming strategic means that you change the way you work to a clearly planned, premeditated, and selective mode. And in addition to having a strategy and having a plan for your talent marketing, you need to have a plan how you're going to change your routines, how you're going to build a new routine for that strategic talent marketing. And um, Working strategically means that you have first made those strategic decisions in terms of what you focus on and especially what you are not going to spend time on. The reason, the, the, I think that the probably one of the biggest benefits of working strategically is that when you have a strategic plan, you are immediately able to recognize which you know, ideas and uh, suggestions and uh, wishes and requests are not within your frame of focus, frame of within your frame of strategic intent, and you have the you have the ability to say no, no, we are not going to do that because that is not in our plan. The reason why people who are not working strategically are getting so overworked is because they don't have clarity over what they should focus on and spend time on and what they what, what they don't need to. So they kind of take on everything. So you also make decisions in terms of what needs to change and what does not matter that much. You need to make decisions in terms of what to, uh, who do you focus on and 
who you don't have to focus on at this point. And this here I'm talking about, you know, whatever kind of telemarketing strategy you choose, because it's always about marketing and communication to your talent target audiences. So there's obviously not just the what you focus on, but also the who you focus on. And you need to decide what success must look like so that you know whether your plans work or not, and you can recognize when you're actually succeeding because you need that reward for you to keep you know, working on this change. Working strategically means also that you have made a plan based on those strategic decisions and you follow that plan like your life depended on it. You're not gonna make compromises. You're not gonna stop following that plan because something else comes up. It's a priority to execute that strategic plan. Because if you don't, everything and everything you outline in your in your strategy is not going to take place. You're not going to that success won't happen unless you execute your plan, and you evaluate regularly to make sure that your plan works. And so those actions that you planned and you're taking that they are actually getting you closer and closer to where you need to be. This is what working strategically means. It gives you incredible amount of control, clarity, visibility, transparency, immediate feedback, and the ability to say, no, that idea is very good, but it's not within our plan, so we're not going to focus on that. Our priority is these items, these actions, these activities that are in the plan. Now, the toughest part in working strategically is actually not to make that plan. Based on my experience with, obviously, you know, having worked with hundreds of uh, people uh, in different companies, there are two, or there seem to be two elements that are actually the toughest in working strategically. And the first one is to make those strategic decisions. Many people seem not to be very comfortable with making strategic decisions. Uh, strategic decision feels like and sounds like something so huge, so big, so permanent that that uh, one easily becomes very uncomfortable of making that kind of a decision. Because what if it's wrong? Now, making decisions is literally just means that you choose to focus on. You choose between one or another, and that means that one of them is going to be left out. That's you know, that's really strategic decision-making. Now, I understand that this seems to be hard on some individuals. You feel insecure, you feel unsure, uh, you know, about, what, you know, how to make a right decision and what, it, what happens if you make wrong decisions. Now, if this makes you feel comfortable or more comfortable, we don't make strategic decisions out of a whim. They do require some research, discussions, you know, digging out information, uh, evaluating past information, past data, asking around. You know, when you just begin working strategically, this takes a longer time because you are unsure and that's okay. And I can actually tell you that I've met business leaders like literally managing director, director level, uh, management board le level who do business strategies and even they are unsure of making decisions. So it's human, it's 
you know, it's okay to be unsure. That's, you just then need to discuss more, research more, you know, dig out information more, dig out past data more to be able to make a decision that you guys are comfortable with. When business leaders do business strategies, that process takes often months. I, <laughs> I've uh, witnessed it taking even years, which was really crazy because literally there was something wrong in that process. So it's not supposed to take years, but it can take months. Uh, it's normal. So digging out all of the necessary information to make your best decision, it just takes time. But I can tell you that the more experience you become in making, you know, strategic decisions and, and, you know, especially these strategic decisions that are required for you to actually, you know, come up with a strategy, uh, you will, it, it gets easier, it gets faster, the more experience you get. Uh, of course, uh, especially if you're doing sort of the same uh, line of strategy, you know, multiple times. So let's say that if you want to have a career uh, specifically in employer branding and you have, let's say, 30, 40 years ahead of you in your, in your employer branding career, you're bound to be making, you know, multiple uh, employer branding strategies in your time. So that the more that you make those employer branding strategies, the more experienced you become in employer branding uh, strategies and the faster the process becomes for you. I mean, when I work with our client strategies, and th those are based on the, the method that I've developed, it took me a long time to develop that method and it took me a long time to test the method. But now that we've been working with it for so many years, uh, that the entire process of, uh, you know, from our part of uh, getting that strategy together uh, for our client, it's uh, a matter of weeks, not a matter of months or years. Sometimes it takes lower because you obviously you work with the client. So, you know, the client may have other uh, priorities in their, you know, schedule as well. So, you know, that's why they need more time, you know, to, to uh, for the process. But if, if this was the only thing I did and they did, it would be done in a matter of uh, a few weeks. But, but that's because, you know, when you get a lot of experience on it, you know exactly what works and what doesn't. You have a better understanding of what to suggest there and what should be there. So it becomes faster. So don't worry about if it feels that, you know, like like a huge burden in the beginning, because it's normal when you haven't done, uh, you know, when we haven't been working with strategies before. Uh, it takes practice, but I'm sure that you're capable of learning. And when you have motivation, everybody learns with motivation. Now, obviously, it's a different thing to make a business strategy for a multinational, multinational corporation than to make a business strategy for a small local firm. And it's a very different thing to create any talent marketing strategy as opposed to a business strategy. Uh, and it's a different thing to create any talent marketing strategy to a multinational corporation than to create a talent marketing strategy for a national small company. So the scale matters. Now, the second toughest part that seems to, you know, seems to be tough uh, is to commit to your plan, even when something more fun comes up or even when you become stressed and overworked and tired and it would be just easier to go back to your routines. So to make those strategic decisions is tough and then to commit to your plan is tough. But these are elements that, uh, you know, it's a matter of just 
choosing and a commitment. I think we're so wired to campaigns in talent marketing due to the heavy recruitment uh, focus that we just, uh, it's hard to get over it, um, even if we had a plan, which is so, you know, it's just, it's like a built-in system that we do recruitment campaigns. So then we kind of think that employer branding is campaigns as well. And that things are like one-off, short-term nature, and uh, we don't really have to uh, plan ahead. Uh, it can also be due to not having that kind of experience in HR uh, where you're able to make and stick to plans. I mean, if I recall my 10 years in HR, in-house HR, there was definitely much more of the ad hoc and the all of a sudden get it done now activity going on than anything else. And if I think about those years that I worked predominantly with recruiting, uh, you were always on an ad hoc mood because uh, most of the team leaders were kind of totally unable to premeditate their hiring needs and, and those recruitment needs just kind of popped up then uh, with, with the request that I need this person yesterday. So I think that if our past is in HR and in talent acquisition, we are just so, uh, our normal is short-term campaigns and not being able to plan anything. But we don't have, I mean, we can, we can, how, how do you say that? We can, outlearn ourselves from this habit and, and create a new habit. And it's just a matter of, uh, you know, understanding how we can do it differently. What is the benefit of doing it differently uh, so that I understand that why should I invest the extra time and effort and energy into learning a new habit uh, and then giving ourselves time to learn. And uh, learning anything is easier when we have a plan that is actionable and realistic to our means, to our skills, to our other resources, and especially to our available time. Now, uh, strategic employer branding is always selective, it's always premeditated, and it's, it always follows a plan. And that, my friend, is like working in a cotton candy and softballs, especially if you come from the world where the keyword is a major havoc. <laughs> so uh, I want you to imagine if you had a plan and that plan was based on sound decisions and that plan gave you the opportunity to pre-plan and prepare in advance when you had more time so you could even out those peaks in your schedule. You could trust a plan will deliver those results needed. And when all the brain work was done for the plan, it was more like smooth sailing, delivering it, executing it, just doing what the plan tells you to do. And because you had this kind of a plan, you were able to plan around your suitable and your most favorable routines to make it even more pleasant to you to, and to better, you know, fit your schedule and even out those busy times. And with this kind of a plan, you'll be able to plan your time ahead better because, you know, uh, you know what needed to get done and you know when you needed to have it done. So when you're able to look ahead, you would be able to prepare a lot of things in advance so that even if something ad hoc and urgent came along or you knew would be, would come along, you expected something major ad hoc or urgent come along in a couple of weeks, or if you had a holiday coming up, you would know that the execution of your plan wouldn't stop or go on halt just because you would be booked elsewhere. Because you knew if that, if that execution stops, then your results will drop and all of your hard work will be in jeopardy. If you knew this was possible, 
would you not want to learn how to work strategic with talent marketing? Tell me, my friend, would you not want to learn how to work strategic with, with talent marketing? I bet you would. Next week, I'm going to tell you how you can become strategic. So you better come back for next week's episode. But as you know, I could talk endlessly about this topic, but we are running out of time. And I'll get back to you next week about uh, how to work or how to become more strategic in your work. But what I do want to let you know now is that, of course, of course, you know, this, uh, there is a course on becoming strategic and learning about your strategic options and the difference between the strategy and the plan at Talent Marketing School. And we are now open. Now go to talentmarketingschool.com and check out this course. And if it sounds like what you need, become a student and get access on Talent Marketing School. With access, you don't get just access to this course, but you get access for 12 months and to all of the courses that will be will be available in the growing library of telemarketing school during the 12 months. So for the price of one course, you get all of the courses that will be available. And the good thing is that you are not in hurry to study because you have a whole year. And if you want to stay as a student at telemarketing school, your subscription will automatically renew unless you cancel it. So you have even more time. I have two courses right now there, and I'm working on at least two more to launch this year. Uh, so the, this course that I'm referring to now is called Talent Marketing Strategies to teach you about your talent marketing strategic options and the difference between strategy and a plan, uh, helping you to become strategic. The other course available right now is a stick, a stick six step process how to develop an effective candidate communication plan and i'm working right now on an employer branding strategy course and then uh, another course that is go uh, that that is called getting uh, started with employer branding on social media and these two courses that i'm working on right now will be released later this year not before the summer i don't have time to get those ready before the summer you know within the next couple of weeks but later this year so go to talentmarketingschool.com and get access. And you want to get access because you don't want to miss out on learning how to build a modern employer brand and what all you can do in modern talent marketing to instill more joy into your talent marketing job, to develop your professional acumen and, of course, invest in your own career in talent marketing and employer branding. If you subscri subscribe to the weekly email for this po podcast, open this week's email that I sent you because there's a decent discount code for your first year subscription to Telemarketing School. That code needs to be used before the end of June 2021 uh, by uh, midnight Eastern European time. And if you do not subscribe yet, you definitely should because not only are you missing out on this code, but you're also missing out on my free exclusive expert advice that I send every week to the subscribers about that week's topic. Uh, how can you subscribe it? Go to modernemployerbrand.com podcast page and subscribe to it or just modernemployerbrand.com. Uh, it's currently in the uh, homepage header. Uh, that's how you're not going to miss out on this uh, special offer to Time Marketing School that I'm spending uh, sending out. 
Uh, I want to remind you that that discount offer is going to be valid only until the end of June 2021. So act now if you plan to get access to Talent Marketing School. You do not have to start studying right now because you have a whole year. You just want to use that discount code. Alrighty. I'll be back next week with another episode on building a modern employer brand. And that's going to be a continuation, the second part to today's Becoming Strategic in Employer Branding episode. See you next week. Moi moi.